News Talk 1110 wbt hour number three. The Pete Callender Show. Welcome, 704-570-1110, 1-800-WBT-1110. If you haven't heard Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson's latest speech or sermon at a church, this one was actually at uh, Freedom House, I believe is the name of it, a church in Charlotte, uh, you're going to hear it because it was the subject of a report by the oh-so-easily-offended Travis Fain at WRAL. So, full disclosure, I have said this before, the screaming, thundering pastor type of delivery during speeches is not my preferred style. And I don't think it's Travis Fain's either. He's the reporter that did the story. He's on the, uh, he's on the Robinson watch. He's stalking Robinson. Um, but look, for a lot of people it is. They, they enjoy that kind of uh, sermon, and uh, they, got, they got it at this uh, they got this. Uh, they got it at this church. So he starts off. Robinson does. He's, I'm going to go through these clips pretty quickly because I got a lot of them, and I, don't, I only got like half an hour here. So uh, he opens up his speech as he always does, thanking Jesus. Seriously, guys, thank y'all for being here. And as always, very first thing we're going to do is we're going to thank our Lord Savior Jesus Christ. Now I told the last service this. I'm going to tell you this. The reason why I do that. See, when you say, I'd like to thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, first thing you get, the boo birds come out to you. Oh, you're a Bible thumper. Oh, you think you're perfect. Oh, like you've never done anything. Why in the world do you think I'm thanking Jesus Christ? I'm not thanking him because I've been perfect. If I was perfect, I wouldn't need to thank him. I'm thanking him because I'm not perfect. You see, there was a time on earth where if you didn't do what God told you to do, he might tell you one or two times and then that was it. He was going to put a stop to your foolishness. Go back and go read the Old Testament. But God saw fit. He saw his, the humans that he made and he said, I love these people. And he said, I'm going to offer a sacrifice for their sin so I could set them free so that they could make a choice. So that they can come because they may, not because they must. And he sent Jesus Christ down to give his, before Jesus Christ came to earth, my life was ordained. He knew that Mark Robinson was going to be the chief sinner. He knew that Mark Robinson was going to know right and still do wrong. He knew that he was going to tell Mark Robinson what to do and he was going to still turn his back and go in the opposite direction. Saved but sinning. Boy, it got quiet in here when I said that. <laughs> That's something we need, church need to talk more about that one. We need to talk to ourselves more about that one. Saved but sinning. He knew it. But he still came down here and gave his life as a sacrifice for me. And not only that, has never abandoned me. You ask my wife, even when we made the most foolish decisions we could have made in our lives, we looked up. And when everybody else was gone, Jesus was still right there with us. Saying, I know who you are. Who you are was ordained from the beginning. And as long as you could continue, continue to believe in me, I'll be there for you. And he has. So that's why I thank him. Every time I take this stage, I don't care whether it's that church or whether I'm standing up in front of the United Atheists of America. They're going to hear me say I thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because I'm not ashamed 
say he's the reason why I've been sustained. All right, so Chief Center Mark Robinson, right, self-identified. And and the reason I play that is because you have to understand, which I think a lot of people uh, that that don't like Mark, uh, Mark Robinson, I, I, I think they don't understand this this part of it. This is what motivates him. <laughs> this is his reason for doing all he does. I did like the part saved but sinning. And I noticed that the uh, the write-up at WRAL didn't mention that. He goes after because what is that? That's and he also has another attack later on. He goes after like the mega churches. He goes after some of those too. He makes some pretty uh, derisive comments about them. That didn't get the coverage. No, it got the coverage. Here's the headline: NC's Lieutenant Governor quote We are called to be led by men end quote not women. Is that really what he said? And this is when I saw the when I saw that headline. I saw the tweet that came from Travis, the perpetually offended Fane, uh, and it said, uh, within a space of a few minutes, the lieutenant governor mocked a famous civil rights hymn, said God calls men, not women, to lead, compared teachers to sexual predators. I'm not even including the part of this sermon where Robinson said that if they had known what he would be like, they would have tried to kill him as a baby, like Herod tried to kill Jesus. That's how Travis Fane crafted his narrative because that's exactly what he did i watched the speech this isn't anything you wouldn't hear in any other almost any other you know fire and brimstone screaming thundering kind of pastor's sermon i mean honestly like and maybe travis i don't know what denomination he is i'm gonna go out on a limb and say presbyterian (laughs) but uh Maybe you just haven't been exposed to a lot of black churches and the kind of preaching that occurs in black Baptist churches. Uh, just throwing that out there. I do not know, but Travis seems to have this just this is one of the things that trips his trigger. Um, the idea, though, so this idea that he mocks a famous civil rights hymn said God calls men, not women to lead and compare teachers to sexual predators. He did not do that. He did not do that. And this is why when I first saw this tweet come down, I said, I'm not going to automatically assume that what Travis is tweeting is correct. I'm going to have to watch the video for myself. Not that I don't trust Travis Fane, but. No, oh, no, actually, that is what it is. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. I don't trust his ability to watch a video and tell me what it says in the video without robbing me of necessary context so as to lead me to a conclusion that he wants to lead me to, which is Mark Robinson hates women, which is weird because he married one. Isn't that weird? I know. He hates women, but he married a woman. He also, by the way, he also holds up as his hero and mentor in his life, the most important person, his mom. Also a woman. So weird. For somebody who hates women, I know, he certainly does cozy up to them quite a bit. You notice that? What's going on there? Here's how Travis wrote it up. Christians are called to be led by men. The comments, archived online by the church, were part of an extended critique of the social justice movement, 
with Robinson urging men to, quote, put on the whole armor of God and take the head of your enemy in God's name. Well, that sounds like he's telling people to go murder folks. And that's not what he did either. But see, Travis, Travis is dishonest. Travis will rob context in order to advance a narrative. Now, maybe Travis is totally, uh, I don't know, on board. He's totally like deluding himself and thinking, this is, I can't believe it. Maybe Travis is hypersensitive and kind of silly. Maybe. Or maybe he thinks you are. Maybe he thinks he can help sway. Again, this goes to intent. Incompetence or malice. I've watched Travis now for years. I'm starting to lean towards malice. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Checking out some of the highlights from Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson's speech at Freedom House Church in Charlotte. I believe this was last month, but the video got posted. And uh, Travis Fain from WRAL is on the case to make sure you know that Mark Robinson is a Christian. Uh, Jane called in but did not hang on, but she made a good point here about uh, the roles of men and women. Uh, and, and, you know, various churches and denominations, you know, tackle this, uh, the, you know, the gender roles differently. But, for example, uh, Catholics, you, you can't be a female priest. What, what Robinson lays out is a defense of the idea that men and women are created for different purposes. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. And that's the response from the North Carolina political press. Uh, well, specifically Travis Fain. I don't know if this thing is catching on like he thought it would. But uh, Robinson said, Satan uses phrases to degenerate the society and vex the minds of our youth and sway the minds of the old. One of these phrases, social justice. It has weaved its way, he said, into academics, uh, entertainment, athletics, and the church. By the way, Fain uh, doesn't uh, cite really any of that criticism. Uh, he then, uh, uh, Robinson then criticized megachurch pastors as well. You see, social justice and his lessons is a folly. You know what the Bible says about folly? The Bible says the same way a dog returns to his vomit, so does a fool to his folly. See, the Bible, people love to put the, say the Bible is, the Bible is this nice book. It teaches you how to be nice and you got to be nice and kind all the time. I would encourage you to read the words of our God. He was not playing. And he is not playing with you now. You think because he took his hand off of you and allowed you to make the choice between heaven and hell, that hell is still not hot? I assure you that it is. I can only imagine what it must, people say, I can only imagine what heaven must be like. Imagine what it must be like to hear God tell you, I want nothing else to do with you. All the goodness that I created, you will never be part of it again. The sunshine, the air, 
none of it. Forever, for all eternity, you will be separated from it. You'll be able to see it off in the distance. You'll be able to hear those angels praising me from the other side, but you will no longer imagine what that must be like. Because of that, we must adhere to the truth. and We must turn away from that thing called social justice. We must keep it out of our hearts. We must keep it out of our minds. We must keep it away from our children and we must keep it out of our churches. It's a dangerous doctrine. All right, so social justice. What does Travis Fain tell us social justice is in his report? He says social justice is a, quote, concept of equality often espoused by progressives. Well, that's one way to describe it, Travis. Um, Here's how Dictionary.com describes it, which was a very easily uh, searchable and discoverable term and definition. Quote, fair treatment of all people in a society, including respect for the rights of minorities and equitable distribution of resources among members of a community. Because this is what Robinson was talking about. Socialism and communism. He then puts up the graphic. You've probably seen this meme of the kids at the fence looking over the fence trying to watch the ball game. And you got a tall kid, you got an average height kid, and a short kid. Or I don't know what their ages are. You can't. It's just their backs, right? But they are all black. I did notice that, and he pointed it out as well. And they're looking over this fence at the ball field, and there's a game going on. And they all have these boxes. And so when so they say equality is everyone has a box and you could stand on the box. Well, the tall kid doesn't need it. He gets a better view. The average kid, he needs one, but he can still see over. And the short kid needs an extra box, can't see over it. So then the next panel says equity. And they give the tall person's box to the short person's box. And now everybody gets to enjoy the game. And Mark Robinson says, wait a minute, no. What are you telling people? You're on the outside looking in. The people who are enjoying the full experience of the game, they're the ones who either bought or received a ticket to enter. And you're saying equity is staying outside the fence. You get to look, but you don't get to be a part of the full experience. And he then weaves this into a much larger argument about African-Americans and progressives and the relationship that these two demographics have had. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Let me get to the uh, let me get to the core here of what Travis Fain hit the fainting couch over. The fainting couch. I need to do something with that. There's there's a hook there. There's something I could do with that. Just give me some time. All right. Here is um, where Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson said uh, every people from all across the globe have had their troubles. Everyone has. Black folks survived the Middle Passage and the slave plantations and Jim Crow. And you see, those people know that we are strong and effective people, that we have lived the story of overcoming oppression just like all other Americans. And they have targeted us for death through a program called social justice. And they are weaving it across this country in education and in religion. And the target is folks like that right there. 
He's well, I had a mama who knew that I had a target on my back. He's pointing to himself. And she knew the only shield that could keep that target from hitting this mark was the blood of Jesus Christ. Because she prayed that blood over me, I was protected. I was protected. So now what do we do about this? What do we do about it? What do we do about this wickedness called social justice? First thing we need to do is realize who we are. We're not weak, ineffective, jelly-backed people. I'm tired of people telling me because I'm a Christian, because I'm black, I'm supposed to be walking around talking about nobody knows the trouble I know. What's that other one? We shall overcome. We shall. Not one time in my life when I faced adversity did I say, you know, I shall overcome. My God tells me that when I face adversity, that number one, I am to stand up like a man. Uh oh. Uh oh. A-N. No, no. Unbend your back and stand up like a man. Ah! He said man. Number two, look at your family and say, stand back, I got this. Oh, my God. No. Number three, put on the whole armor of God. It ain't said nothing about no, oh, it's me. Put that armor on and then do like David. Go into battle and take the head of your enemy in God's name. No. No, i smelling salts activated. I'm back. Oh, my gosh. Can you believe he said these things? He said, stand up and be a man. This is what I was talking about the other day. I wonder if he's been listening. No, this sermon occurred a while ago, like last month. There is a very real discussion that needs to occur and is occurring in some quarters about what is happening to men in our society, to boys, to men, right? Not the band, but right. But to our, our young males and the messages that they receive in the way they are being raised in a society that sends them these messages and raises them this way. What kind of men are we creating? And, what Robinson is saying is, and goes on to illustrate later, he talks about the Bible being the instruction manual. And guys, you know, when you get the bicycle for the kid and you start assembling it and you don't read the instruction manual and you end up, you know, with a couple extra screws left over and then wife comes in and says, hey, let me read the instruction manual. Hey, I think I know what that screw's for. Like, that's the analogy he uses. Which is weird if he's telling you that men are supposed to lead and not women. He doesn't say that. He's saying men have a purpose. He goes on to, well, here, I'll play the next clip. He's talking about man's purpose. We're called to be the Christians that God has called us to be, and we are called to be, here, getting ready to get in trouble, called to be led by men. What he's saying there is men, real men, toxic masculinity, men like David. Men who are strong, who put on the armor of God, right? That, that's, that's what we are called to do, is what he's saying. This is the message. I think it's pretty clear. I mean, he's yelling it very loudly. I'm sure Fain heard it because he quoted him. 
God sent women out when he was supposed to do, when they had to do that thing. But when it was time to face down Goliath, sent David, not DeVita, David. (laughs) So do you get the sense that Travis Fane has no sense of humor? These are, he's making jokes. He's, he's using comedy. Yes, but this is, this is about the roles of men and women. And he is articulating something that is not entirely uh, beyond the pale in a lot of Christian churches. I'm not sure Travis is aware of that. When it was time to lead the Israelites out of Israel, he sent Moses. Not mama Moses, daddy Moses. See, God knew what he was doing when he made men big and hairy and ugly. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe he called all men ugly. Hashtag not all men. Wait, where's the outrage about that? Where's the outrage? Why couldn't the headline of this story have been? Um, Lieutenant Governor calls all men fat and ugly. Why isn't it that? Why didn't they go with that headline? They're constantly seeking to white knight for, you know, grievance collecting populations that might not even be grievance collecting. This it's a, it's another form of this sort of white man's burden. Seriously, like oh, I'm out to protect you from the big nasty black man Republican who's preaching Christian teachings in a church setting. But he's an elected official. And can he represent all of us? And Robinson has made this very clear. He is, when he's on the stage in the pulpit and he's doing these things, this is his private life. But when he is elected to represent all of the people in his capacity as a representative of all people, as lieutenant governor, we all know how powerful that job is. Right? Then he represents all people. He works for all the people of the state. And he can do that. That's what he says. Don't you suppose to scare away predators, whether they're in the woods or standing in front of your kids in elementary school? Oh, my God. All right. So this was the other thing that had Travis hit the fainting couch is the fact that he happened to say, I happen to say the fact that he said God made men big, ugly and scary to uh, to to scare away predators, whether in the woods or in your child's classroom. He just called all teachers predators. Hashtag not all teachers. He didn't say all teachers are predators. Or here's the direct tweet quote from Travis Fain's feed. He compared teachers to sexual predators. No, he did not, Mr. Journalismer. He did not do that. He did not compare teachers to sexual predators. He said men should be scary to predators whether they're in the woods or in your kid's classroom. Oh, wait a minute. Are you going to now tell me that, what, predators never go to work in the classroom? Is that your assertion here? Because that would be the assertion. Otherwise, you're just trying to smear him, right? You are either, you're either willfully taking his words and twisting them in order to mislead or you don't understand the words that are coming out of his mouth. And I don't know which one is better. Thank you, Monica, for sending over the quote from Hayek. 
who said, quote, I am certain, however, that nothing has done so much to destroy the juridical safeguards of individual freedom as the striving after this mirage of social justice. Travis Fain from WRAL on the Robinson Beat, making sure that Mark Robinson's comments at sermons get distributed and amplified, but not all of them, obviously, just the ones that might harm his electoral prospects. And uh, he sent this out saying that he mocked a famous civil rights hymn, which he did not mock the hymn. He mocked those who would tell him that he has to behave as the hymn instructs. This idea that I'm just going to go meekly we singing this We Shall Overcome song, and you're just going to sing it meekly. No, he's like, I'm beyond that. I am a, I am a full-fledged participant in the American experiment, striving for the American dream. I'm on the inside of the stadium. I am not going to just slump over and walk away and, you know, sing that I shall overcome. No, I'm empowered by God, my belief in Jesus, right? This is the message of his sermon. He did not say uh, men should be the leaders and not women. That's what Travis Fain interpreted. He's talking about men being uh, taking the lead in the fights. There's, that when you are in the battle, it is incumbent upon you to walk towards the fight. He's telling men to man up. In other words, your purpose. We went over this the other day. It is essential that men have a purpose. Men without purpose end up doing very evil things. He's not saying that women can't lead. But that's what Travis heard. Or at least that's what he wants you to think, Robinson said. Let me go over here to Jane. Hello, Jane. Welcome to the program. How are you? I'm doing fine. I wanted to say, when he said that only men should run, should, uh, you know, issue all of the, uh, what I wanted to say, at the, the night of the Last Supper, when you saw all the disciples, did you see any women there uh, that were appointed disciples? No, they were all men, because they had to go out and teach the uh, Bible, teach people. And the women were giving birth, so they needed to stay home with the child and take care of the child, nurture the child, and pray. At the, you know, they had more time to pray. Right, and they, had to, uh, they also had to serve all of the men their sandwiches. No, no yeah, I'm I kidding. Also, it's, it's I was going to also say... Uh, that if, if, if we had more people, like more men like Mark Robinson, we wouldn't have all these murders. Thirty percent of a lot of people don't uh, households do not have fathers. Yeah, and they had someone like Mark That's Robinson. A- I can assure you, we wouldn't have any of these murders. Now, what do you want? Do you want to make fun of it, or do you want to actually see? that he's, he could make a difference in this world, and that's what's important. Well, and that's what he believes, too, and that's what animates and motivates him. Jan, I appreciate the call. And this is the thing that the folks in the media and uh, on the left, but I repeat myself, this is the thing that they, they can't seem to grasp with him, is that he believes this stuff, and there's nothing, uh, there's nothing that you can do to him that's going to be worse than the prospects of hell. Right. But it did prompt a response. He did issue a video response to the reporting. It's only a two minute clip. Here it is. Hello, North Carolina. It is your Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson. For those of you all who know my life story, you know that the person that I count as the greatest hero and leader of my life, it is my mother. When my father died in 1979, leaving my father, my mother at home with five children. She stepped up in a mighty way. She went out, she got a job as a custodian to take care of my siblings and I. 
She did a fantastic job. That's why I count her as the greatest hero and leader of my life. She taught me one of the greatest lessons of my life. That in order to succeed, that I need to have a strong work ethic and faith in God. And I honor her because of that. For someone to insinuate that I don't believe that women can be leaders in their homes and in their communities and in their churches and in their state and their nation is absolutely 100% ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I've seen it in my own life. I see it as I serve in the Senate of North Carolina. I see it in this nation and I see it in our history. Look, the comments that I made at Freedom House Church were directed towards men, encouraging men to stand up and take on the role of leadership as well, to be leaders in their homes and in their communities, in their state and their nation. Reporters can follow me around and write down every word that I speak at churches and misrepresent those words all they like. But here's the thing. They should be focused on the substantive issues that are facing North Carolinians and Americans right now. The $5 gas prices, the empty store shelves, the shortage of baby formula, the absolute tragedy that's going on overseas right now in the Ukraine. Those are the things that our newspaper and our, our media should be focused on. But we know these attacks are going to continue to come. But we're going to continue to stand strong for the people of North Carolina to make sure that this state stays great. God Not bless you all. And we'll see you soon. I, I kind of get the feeling like that was a pretty obvious pivot, don't you think, right there at the end? Pretty obvious pivot. Now, on Tuesday, after an initial version of this article had been published, Travis Fain reports at WRAL, the senior pastor at Freedom House Church in Charlotte, Pastor Penny Maxwell, responded in an email saying that she was, quote, highly offended by the story. Quote, I'm so tired of the way... Culture is treating women. In a follow-up interview, she said she loved what Robinson had to say and that she thought he'd make a great governor. She said the women's liberation movement is, quote, one of the biggest offenders of tearing down women I've ever seen because it encourages women to compete with men. She also criticized the Carolina Panthers for bringing in the NFL's first openly transgender cheerleader, saying that spot, quote, should have been given to a woman. (laughs) And then she says... I am offended at the wussification of America. Women women are losing their place in society because of this false notion of toxic masculinity when, in fact, I think that the masculine heart is something after God. I don't think Travis Fane knew what to do with that statement except publish it as it was, and I think he believes that that's... I don't know, going to turn people off or make people think negatively about this pastor. I, I'm i not so sure. <laughs> I'm not so sure because I just laugh at it. She, just, this is, but this is what Robinson was talking about, putting on the armor of God and taking the head of your enemy. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of you. There's nothing you're going to do to me that's going to be worse than what God could do to me. So I'm just going to keep fighting. I've been saying this for years as well after I heard Ben Shapiro say it, which is, if you're in the arena, walk towards the fight, right? Brett Winterbull's up next, speaking of walking towards fight. I'll see you tomorrow. Don't break anything while I'm gone.